Welcome back to Stories RPG, the podcast where we tell stories better together. And this is going to be another episode of Luna Uni. Woo! <laughs> and with me are the Loonies, uh, Looney Crew Report, uh, Zark Zappum, roll call. Zark Zappum, now he is a brain in a spaceship, just raring to go. That's right. Armless, legless, flying into the abyss. Let's go. <laughs> Dora, tell him where you're at. <laughs> Hello, I am Dora the Technopunk. Uh, and I just learned how to use nuclear-powered engines. I'm so excited <laughs> and so proud of Daniel, Jamantha, and Jimothy for all they're accomplishing. Questionable teachings from, from other loonies. Uh, Yafit, uh, holder of one of the greatest secrets in the game, tell them who you are. I'm Yafit Yo, a Tibithian who apparently has a very beautiful cybernetic tail. That's, that's yeah. Full of secrets. There are secrets in that tale. Slicker than anybody you, you know has ever been. y'all you go rocketing into the abyss you have descended into the chasm and for only a moment there's a flashing like there's a flash you, as you're dropping the initial layers of the chasm are are kind of crusted with junk and like weird protrusions cables hanging out everywhere rebar chunks of concrete as you get deeper things get smoother and down below you in the darkness you can only ping this because you've got the radar. Which of the children did the radar? Jimothy. Jimothy was on radar, yeah. So Jimothy pings it, and all of you get the yep. same communication. There's a momentary opening, and this is the weird part, ready? It shifts in front of you. There's a moment of opening, and you can see the opening closing sideways. All of you have a need for speed here. If you're too slow, you're going to get cut in half as these things shift through. Um, so gun it. I want somebody to make a move here to get you through the hole. Um, Zark? <laughs> Zark? Oh, yeah. Naturally. I uh, kick it on. You know, for me, it feels like flexing almost. Yeah, it's going good. Okay, so flex on it. Tell me what you got that's going to get you through the hole. And tell me how you're going to direct them through without ditching them in your incredible speed. Well, it's sort of like a race. There are uh, When you go around the track, any track, there are lines you need to cut, right? So this is, I'm showing them the line to take. You know, curl over this old stanchion around this uh, hulking cruiser that's like half raw, ja jagged edges. It's a spiral here. It's a dip there. It's they, I'm just showing them this is the way and this is the speed. And I trust them to keep up. I feel like you also like there has to be some sort of like little like trail of like green, like something like, you know, like a visual where like you can see the, the route you take through space and everybody else can try to like match it, like fly through the rings on a. Uh... You know, oh, yeah, there's some game. sort of um, 
nuclear exhaust steam. You know, the steam <laughs> is not nuclear, but it's got to come out of somewhere. You know, there's there's got to be like that light trail. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Do you want to say something to him? Like follow me, or like keep close, or what's the line? Oh, I don't waste my time with that. I'm, I've got places to be. You don't want to tell them to follow you. Brillo's definitely not gonna. <laughs> Brillo's not going to pick up. I don't it. need to tell them to follow me when, listen, the door's shutting. There's one way to go and I'm going that way. They, they're going to have to follow me. Show me the dice. <laughs> tell me what you got that's going to let you do this. I think uh, reckless, need for speed, uh, pilot, anything that flies is my skill. And then I think I can pull on my bond here to rivalry with Ace Danger. Just going to show them up. Okay. You got, you got three dice there. All right. Blasting, rolling, rocking, weaving, just, um, just, just a, a full-on tutorial on how to drive down here. I'm putting oh, on. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Dude. Oh. Okay. Okay. Nice, 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 And nice. it was a tutorial. You know, just no problem at all, yeah. Well, here's the funny thing, Ready? Danger starts doing, like, a little weave with you. She starts, like, she's, she's right on your tail, and basically what she starts doing is she just skirts to one side or the other, and it ends up being this kind of, like, synchronized dance. Like, the two of you, like, keep going one up. She, like, looks over at your box, and this is the hard part. You don't have any face to make, like, faces back. But she kind of grins and, like, keeps gunning it, and the two of you just keep neck and neck, and you squeeze through, and you actually scrape by, and just before the last layer closes behind you, uh, Brillo's giant ball, that hamster ball machine that he's got, sticks for a second and then gets squeezed out the other side and bangs into this massive space. Um, you run into a wall. You are, you're through, but you're through in a container. This is a room of some kind. The chasm has ended. There's no bottom opening here. I just want to be clear. With a six, I think I, I, I beat Ace through the opening. That's yes, the you did. Part. You did. Yes. <laughs> this is critical. You're Let's right. I'm sorry. over that. Yeah, no, no. You definitely won that one. Uh, Ace has landed and is kind of stepping off the bike. And she, she looks across at you and she nods and she goes, you would have been slower if you'd had more organic meat on that cycle. Shakes her head. <laughs> that was good. I'd give you a high five, but she goes like this. And then she goes. And like passes it over her head. I just uh, I pretend I can't hear at all. I'm a ship. I don't need to. I don't need to deal with her. I don't have ears. I don't have. I'm ears. above it. Wow, she was trying to riff with you, you know, like you do with a rival. Um. Okay. So uh, she looks around and she kind of she knocks on the wall and there's this hollow dong noise. You are in some kind of. It's almost like a like a massive hexagon it's not a hexagon the walls are pentagons it's all fit together it's some kind of chamber um there don't seem to be any doors she's walking around and kind of like knocking on the surface and she says well that's a little anticlimactic she's like i was ready to keep racing i mean if we hadn't run into this wall i would have beaten you on the long stretch <laughs> brillo is rolling around and uh pops out and kind of like is touching the floor and he looks a little like scattered because like his his ball had to drop for a while and he was out of contact. And he says, there's there's vibrations. And he's like touching the different walls. And he says, we're moving. And that's when the rest of you feel it. You are moving. All of a sudden, the entire room lurches and you all fall. A couple of the bikes fall over and you're all kind of like rolling across the floor. Uh if nobody makes a move, somebody's going to lose a heart from getting hit by this stuff as the gravity shifts. 
I mean, I'm floating. I'm you're, a ship. So yeah, but I'm you okay. might be hit by another ship. That's the problem. Brillo got out of his ball. His ball might roll over you. Daniel, Jimothy, and Jamantha all kind of hover, don't they? Uh, I don't. They don't have thrusters. <laughs> they can't carry much, you know, weight. But you know, Yafet's a lot lighter than he looks. <laughs> That's I'm true. mostly hair. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. They're all fluff. <laughs> beautiful silky hair. Yeah. All right. Would somebody like to make a move to kind of catch themselves? Because somebody's got to make a move here or everybody's going to lose a heart. There has to be at least somebody who catches things. Is this worth bringing in a single use shield and sensor thing? Because the environmental shields. No, maybe not. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Moe's like, don't waste it. He's doing something. Okay. Things up my sleeve. I'm going to grab whoever is closest to me because I have wings. I can do. You do. And I can carry more weight. So I'm going to grab whoever is closest to me and kind of like at least, wait, I've got multiple arms. I'm going to try to grab anyone who's close to me and try to hover even just for a split second to avoid collision. Okay. You got, you got Dak and Brillo. I think that's totally legit. All right. Give me what you got. That's going to help you make that roll. Oh, snap. (laughs) Um, My beetle body. (laughs) It's not a line. It's not something there, but I've got six limbs I didn't do. write it down. Yeah, that's the the lines but I've are got limited. Six your limbs, that's a your thing. imagination is limitless, but your lines yeah. are limited. Okay. This is okay. why lines matter. These are the the big things that allow you in that moment of drama to catch your your bacon. They have to be limited. Heck. Well, I guess my bacon is limited at the moment. I'm at least going to use the drive to find belonging because I have okay, formed that's- this connection. With and people. don't you have a bond with Dak? I do have a bond with Dak. Yes, you so do. So I'll be able to use that bond with Dak. That's two. I absolutely can. Okay, so you got two dice on this. Okay. Let's see how it goes. I think I've got two. Man, I should have put the arms in there. Okay, three, two, one. Roll it. Oh, ah, fail. It's not great. No, it's not. not. Good. You know, I don't really go to the gym. these arms aren't as strong as they could be it's mostly just like exoskeleton cartilage (laughs) so i'll give you all a choice when this whole thing shifts everyone can lose a heart in the jumble or we can destroy one of the vehicles each one's a different kind of trouble that ups the drama the question is which kind of drama do you want to lean into i think we still have enough vehicles for people to like double up right oh wow just real quick, I want to sacrifice a vehicle. Um, yeah, possibly. but like people getting hurt versus the vehicles. I wanted to have Danger's cycle get trashed, so she has to ride Zark. Oh, a bicycle built for two. Because <laughs> I know that would bother the heck out of Zark. I know it would drive him crazy, and I kind of feel like it would lead. I don't know. Tell me if that Talk works about for you, backseat Dan. Backseat driving. I would. I think it would ramp up the drama <laughs> and the rivalry there. I don't know. It's up to you. Oh, I have no problem with it. She she can't. There's no external steering. So, I mean, but I there's one race and now I'm going to win. That's fine. I'm going to win all future races. You can you can shift. You can roll. You can tilt. I mean, this is the problem is your your basic machine is a bike, my friend. That means it's designed so that weight can help you steer. What was the word she used earlier? Organic meat. Yeah, yeah. so you guys are all picking yourselves up and she kind of like looks down and she goes, 
oh, come on. And like you guys all are standing around and there's this moment of silence when you realize her bike is absolutely trashed. It's this hunk of just like scrap metal. And it's because uh, that giant ball that Brillo's in, which is really heavily armored, it dropped on it and smashed it. And this thing was built for speed. It's now just splinters. Um, she goes, all right. She looks around. She goes, I guess I'm going to have to be sitting on you. And she, she kind of like slaps Zark's uh, like the, the top of the brain box. And she goes, sorry, man, but I can't see any other way to do it. So that's fine. Just don't, uh, don't touch anything or I'm going to trigger the ejector seat. <laughs> she, <laughs> she laughs and she goes, I know you didn't build one of those in there. I was the one who built in all the bits. She, she grins and she goes, I don't know. It was a special request, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> she looks over at you and she goes, all right, then I guess I'll get a new kind of flight lesson and grins real big. Um, <laughs> as you guys are talking, Brillo suddenly goes, um, um, uh, um, like you think he wants to talk, but he doesn't know how to interject. Who's going to notice it first? Um, I probably would notice it. Yeah, definitely not Zark. Yeah. He, he goes, Sup, something's, something's coming. And he looks around and he kind of like moves back. The whole thing starts to shift again. And an opening is starting to open up below you. I get back in a hamster ball. <gasps> get on the bikes quick. Everybody mount up. Okay, there's this scramble. And since you all made a move on the the, the twisting, I'm going to say this has already done as much damage as it's going to do to you. You're ready this time. You hop on. The bottom opens and everyone drops. Those of you on bikes are able to like do a little booster, like puff to like cruise down. Dora. Oh, I, I just had a request because I didn't it. talk about the customization for, for do my, it, do it, do it for my Vespa yet. It has kind of like wings on it, little scarab like wings. Maneuver a little bit more midair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. That's it. That's it. So there's like a little <laughs> tilting going on. You just kind of cruise it down. Um, this room is half full. It's the same shape as the previous one. Only this room, when you drop down in you land on what looks like it's, it's like a fine powder and like there's a puff that goes up as you land on it. It's silvery. So Jamantha and Daniel both like, like there's like a flash of light. They're scanning over it and there's, there's like a, a, a humming noise. It looks inorganic. It looks like metal. Um, you are sinking in quickly. It's like quicksand. Oh no. So is that what we see happen to Ace, Ace Danger's ship? Or do we have to, uh, are we able to fly above Ace Danger Ship has already disappeared into this powder. There's a huge poof of it. The Mm. hardest part is like, you're all kind of coughing. Um, It's some kind of metallic dust. Um, So if you breathe at all, you've got reason to be like, at least fussy. It's getting in your eyes a little bit. It's in your hair. But the, the hardest part is if you don't fly, you have landed and those of you on bikes, when you land, there's a huge poof and it kind of like. Yeah, we uh, I think we can stay airborne. We got to stay airborne, but it's going to kick more of that dust too, right? It's all around you now and it's in your, your lungs. Zark is having no trouble at all. <laughs> He's like, I don't breathe, but it's getting in your exhaust pipes. Okay, is, is this where I could probably use the shield? Uh, so I see with my ship sensors. Am I, can I see a way out of here, out of this chamber? Yeah, all of you see with the ship sensors as that radar. Here's the thing that's weird. One, there is, uh, it's still in motion. Two, there's something else in here underneath all of that powder. 
Oh, heck no. You see a number of different moving somethings down at the bottom of this powder. I start to say, oh no, it's jamming my gears. I'm going down. And I flip upside down and dip Ace closer and closer towards the powder. No! Ace? And then right at the last second, I say, oh no, I'm fine. Oh, I fixed it. Here's uh, the funny thing is you do that <laughs> and Ace immediately swings around on top again. <laughs> like it doesn't even break stride and like, like sitting on top. She laughs and she goes, you're going to have to work harder than that, mate. <laughs> all right, I'll dip. I'll dip her all the way in next time. She I'll goes. Keep... It's diff- It's nothing compared to the speed cycles on Alderaan Eight. Hey, Brillo, can you see anything um, under the sand? It seems like something's under the sand. Brillo goes. I don't know. Many objects, perhaps organisms. I'm very uncomfortable. There's a shift and a grind, and you realize there's another space opening, and it's to the side. Up to you whether you want to blast there or if you want to try to figure out, because that the bike that you lost, Danger's bike, it's down there in the powder. And whatever those things are, they're down there with it. I will remind you all that whatever creatures live here are still descendants. Shantikala would say that they are they were intended by the progenitors. Um, Yigsel would argue that they were complete accidents and a terrible uh, misuse of descendant DNA. <laughs> um what you decide about them is up to you, but generally speaking, killing life is considered to be an act of, of almost sacrilege. I don't think this is a combat thing. This is a let's not come into contact with them kind of thing. Well, as the shift is happening, there's a there's a doorway opening to the right. You can see another chamber full of this dust, and there's little trails. And you're, you're poofing up so much that it's hard for you to detect it, but there's little movements in the dust. So I wanted to ask this. Yep. And I know previously I didn't want to use the single use, but yep. when we were talking about shields being able to protect us from environmental things, this is one of the things I was thinking. I, I thought maybe it would be more spores, but tiny flecks of metal dust is very dangerous. Yep. It's going to so get into all your I'm bits. thinking... If, if the rest of the crew is good with me using this now, let's use those shields. It'll basically create like a force field kind of thing around us and our vehicles. And through the use of like the light and the sound waves from Daniel and Jamantha, it should keep things out of, of you and your area. Okay. They're not huge, but it's like a little protective bubble kind of thing. I'm down. Okay. And to be clear, we're looking for... Whatever's down here and or Dr. Skiboard. Yigsel and Shantikalo seemed really excited about you getting to the core. And this ain't it. Yeah. They kind of seem to treat Dr. Skiboard like, oh yeah, and if you run into that guy, that'd be great. Like gotcha. it's clear they don't it's not that they dislike Dr. him. Skibort. Did they mention that the doctor likes to creep around in big piles of weird dust? They did not. In fact, they <laughs> okay. didn't mention much about skiboard, and nobody really answered, like, asked them much about skiboard. So the person who knows the most about skiboard right now is, uh, you know, waving his tail mysteriously and not saying much. Would you like to use that shield now? Shields activated. Okay. Give me a, so that's the shield is one. That's a one use. What okay. else you got that's going to help you blow out this stuff, like suck it up, move it away with this force field? So I have the, the quirk of the children. Yep. As well. So that's two. And then because Janiel specifically was part of this, I want to use Janiel's trait as an infrared artist. Oh, 
So you're going to you're going to like vaporize some of this? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if infrared would do it, but you know what? I'll buy it. Let's let's add some laser light show to it. Let's go. Thanks. All right. <laughs> show me them dice on the table. All let's right. go. Please be good. Yay! It's not bad. It's a five. We can work with that. Okay, before <laughs> you manage to get the shields up, some of this stuff gets into the gears and into the grind. You're all going to lose a heart from the metal dust. Crap. Please knock that off. That's the trouble. I've been looking to lower your dice pools a little bit, and this is how I'm going to do it. Mwahaha. Um, In the moment when the, the force field activates, for just a second, down at the bottom, it expands in the room, and you blow away a lot of this dust. This is a big room, but it's clearly multi-sided and it moves. And when you blow it away for just an instant, you catch a glimpse down there. Something down there is moving. They're small. And the minute you set it off, they scurry downwards into the, in, into looks like into the solid wall and they're gone. The doorway opens to another room full of the dust. You can choose to go into the, into the next dusty room. You realize you're going to have to keep the shield like constant if you do. Or you, you're going to have to stop flying. Or you can try to figure out another way out of this room. What would everybody like to do? You mentioned there were some weird trails in the air in the next room, right? You saw like a little snaky trail through the dust moving towards your mm-hmm. side. The minute you fired up the force field, the, they disappeared. Hmm. So I got a problem. Okay. Our getting to the core could mean just sitting here waiting for the floor to open. Or it could mean flying around looking for something for the next two years, I think they said. Mm-hmm. They got batteries. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear on the radio, there's like a crackle, and Yigsel says, Tell us, where are you? What, what do you see? Uh, we see a room that has uh, uh, finely powdered m- metal shards, uh, almost like metal sand, and... Uh, there's something under the sand, and we're just trying to figure out if we should go to the left or keep going down. But you have an da- opening? There's not a down yet. He says, wait, is the chamber roughly um, shaped? And you get a projection. All of you have this pop up on your screens. It's a little, uh, it looks like a D12. I'm just going to be a gamer about it. It looks like a D12. Is that, does that look like where we're at? Yeah. Similar structure. Nice. Uh, that's approximately it. He immediately yells. He says, I told you it had to be used for architectural reasons. If it's moving, it must have been. And like you can hear Shantikalo cut through and he says, I'm sorry, Dr. Yigsel is awfully excited. You've proven one of his theories, but you said a metallic dust. Yes. Oh, well, that might be. And, and Yigsel cuts in again and he says, trash rats. You need to get out of there. I hate those things. Shantikalo says, I think they're fascinating. Honestly, I think there's so much to be learned by they're awful. They will destroy anything mechanical that they can get their little tiny mouths around. That is their refuse, what they leave behind when they've cannibalized parts. It's trash rat poop? Trash rat poop. Shantikalo says, perfect recycling. Yes. There are two types of academics, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. We need to keep moving. You also do realize you have the issue of not knowing where you're going. You don't understand how these things are moving, and you don't necessarily understand where down is except by the force of gravity. 
which I will mention is increasing. You do feel heavier here. I think we need to keep going through that opening. Well, do we stay in this room of trash poop or the next room of trash poop? (laughs) Next room? It was an opening. It's moving. Forward always. Yeah. I don't know how to stand still. It's it's a new location. Okay. Let's go. And we we keep the shields up. All right. So there's another whirlwind of this dust. Um, and the, fortunately, the shields are up. Behind you, as the thing is closing, you see that you've blown away most of the, like you blew it to the sides. At the bottom where those little figures were, that was where the bike would have dropped to. There's no bike. And you literally just see for a moment there's nothing there, and then like the dust starts settling, and the 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 chamber closes. You're in a new chamber. The dust starts whipping around your heads. There's a like a scurry. Um, you sort of have this moment of like completely obscured vision. You have the shield up, so you're not coughing, but now you can barely see where you are. Somebody's going to need to figure out something about where you are or how to do this if you want to move with any sense of purpose towards the core. Is this, um, I'm, I'm kind of leaning on you to let me know when Dr. Skiboard's secret comes up. Quantum. You can, you can kind of decide when you want to use it. Um, if you want to have your revelation now, you can have your revelation now. If you want to save it for later, you can save it for later. You can even, you know, you can, you can bend that secret to meet whatever consequence you need to face. Um, okay. I will say this, you all are feeling you're realizing that all your preparations didn't really take into account the question of where, like how this thing works. And Yigsel and, and Shantikalo had lots of theories, but very little knowledge. Right. Um, you also think that maybe if you could find Skiboard, maybe, maybe if Skiboard's alive, they might know more about what's going on in here and how to get closer to the core. Um, there are also clearly creatures here. You could try to communicate with them, try to, you know, interact with them. You don't know what they're capable of doing or really even what they are trash rats. Um, do we have any, uh, gear that we could lose? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about it going fishing. I like that. Uh, I got a passenger. I'm not using. If you want to, uh... <laughs> Unfortunately, I need something metallic. <laughs> Danger goes, I kept these as a souvenir. She holds up. Zark's little, little grabbers. No. (laughs) I don't think anybody's using these. (laughs) She's laughing. Uh, You okay with that, Zark? (laughs) About my arms? Danger says, don't worry. He can't do much if he's not. (laughs) He can't even make a rude gesture. No, keep the arms. You'll need them later. I can spare a flip driver. I mean, that feels like crossing a line. I, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just disappointed in you, Ace. I, oh, uh, wow. I thought you, she, she, she looks a little stunned and she's like, I'm sorry, mate. I, I guess I thought you could take it. She kind of like pats you. I spit goes, right now. <laughs> okay. She drops off. I'm going to say she drops off into the, into the, into the dust and disappears down. Oh no. Her. Outside of the shield. Yep. Drops out <gasps> oh, of the no. shield. What would y'all like to do? Oh, crap. Can I try to grab her with my tail? <laughs> okay, tail, uh, that's definitely a move. <laughs> that's definitely a move. Um, all right, let's see how you do this. This is me being empathetic, using my cyber tail. Since I only got two dice, that's it. That's it. 
Oh, I hope you. Uh, I hope you save her because I. I didn't want to. I didn't want her to fall forever can, into the we, metal dust. We can drop it if you want, but I love that as like an interaction that's perfect. You know, like oh, I'm sorry, and then he's like, "Spin now!" Like I thought it was perfect. Don't worry. No, I. I mean, I just hope you saves her. That's all. Uh, I did roll a six. Ooh, where's the six? Six and a three. Excellent. That's beautiful. Um, so I am very slick and very smooth and very vain. You've not heard me make a cat-like yelp yet. And oh now <laughs> that um, Ace is holding on only by oh. my tail. No. Um, yeah, you can tell a, a Tabithian is not happy. <laughs> there are still some nerve endings attached. That cyber tail is not just metal. Okay, so you've got you've got danger by the foot, and danger was holding onto the arms. And as yeah. you're watching, like she sweeps down, and there's like a second where her head goes out of the uh, the shield, and like her arms, and then you know you can tell she's like clenched tight, she's not breathing, and like you yank her back up. And when you yank her back, there's something on one of the arms that she's holding in her hand. There's a creature attached. Okay. You did just go fishing. Okay. Congratulations, you caught one. Okay. Question is, what are you going to do with it now? That's amazing. There's a high grinding noise, and you kind of look down, and there's like a flurry of activity. Yeah, it's um, about like the size of a football. It's covered in metal. Um, there are weird protrusions all over it. It looks like it has about six legs. Maybe seven, it's hard to tell, because a lot of them are moving really fast. Also, it's got its mouth on the, the grabber, and you hear this grinding noise. It doesn't sound like a grinding noise of like biting. It sounds like a grinder wheel, like a high-pitched whine, and like there's like smoke coming out. Uh, I want to try to make a move. <laughs> wow, you're just moving all over the place today. I mean, unless somebody else got something else to do. Well, Zark, no, Zark gets away. Zark goes up. Anything that can she grind through metal is uh, very, very scary to Zark. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the funny part. Ready? Uh, Zark, you, you go up towards the ceiling and something drops on no. you. And in fact, each of you feel something. There's like this, it, there's this plunk, tonk, 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 tonk. And one of you see Jimothy, Jimothy, something lands on him and he goes down <gasps> out of the field. No. These things are dropping no. from the ceiling. Onto your machines. Uh, this is a drama clock, y'all. Would you like to oh, take no. three moves to take care of it? Uh, you need three triumphs. I want to try to talk to him. That's a beautiful I'm saving thing to do. Jimothy. <laughs> I'm zooming back to catch him. I'm using those wings. One move per. One move per. <laughs> let me, let me we go need, first. We need three triumphs. Three moves, three me. triumphs. Uh-huh. Go for it. I don't have hands. I don't have arms, as we've been so cruelly reminded so I think I'm going to try to save Jimothy and hopefully like he's, it's going to be symbiotic. He's going to pick the flies off. Save my, my child. Ah, there we go. That's it. I like that. I can catch him and then he can knock the thing off me. My we, can, baby. we can work together. <laughs> Am I down to two? Were y'all down to two hearts? We're all down to two. You're all down to two. You, you got beaten up in that last shift. All right. I'm going to use need for speed just in case I need to raise this bad boy. And mm -hmm. I think I will use, um, you know, piloting. It's just my skill is just piloting anything that flies, including my own weird body. It's not weird. It's beautiful. You you built it for speed. Look at this gorgeous thing. You are a work of art. I can call it weird. Nobody else can call it weird. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling two. Here we go. Ooh, it's a five and a five. 
I are think you I'm gonna. It or are you raising it? Oh, I'm gonna take the raise on that one. Yay. I need to succeed here. All right, do it. I I turned bank, swarm down. I had this thing is starting grinding into my back or whatever it's doing, and when it starts mm-hmm. to grind into like my uh, the the shell of my bike, there I feel pain. Like I got my whole brain wired into it. I can feel exactly oh, no. where it is. It's like when you get that itch between your shoulder blades, you can't quite reach. Yeah. No. So I dive with this, my brain still full of adrenaline. Time seems to slow. Slip right under Jimothy, I believe it was. Which one was in trouble? Mm-hmm. Jimothy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I'll scoop Jimothy right onto my back. Okay. Uh, Jimothy is wildly firing off blasts of light. And you come, like, you spiral down. And then you, like, kind of shoot back up into the energy field. There are two of these things now. And you're, like, whirling and trying to shake one free while trying to keep your grip on Jimothy. You've saved him, but the rat's still on him, and the rat's still on you. Hey, little guy. Um. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Drama clock, let's have a chat. As everybody's screaming yeah. and, like, wailing and <laughs> flying around, Yafid's voice cuts through. Hi. <laughs> I can get you a lot more of that if you could help me out. Oh. Do you have any ability to communicate with a trash rat? Like, you got anything like how are you gonna jump the communication barrier here empathy and charm because you know we can talk nicely <laughs> to dogs but unless we you know yeah some things here you might be able to do i am very charismatic um you are i am very empathetic you're also a cat and these are rats which is kind of a setup <laughs> i like that i like that so you're saying i should i should uh move forward with a threat in my negotiation <laughs> I don't know. I did not say that. I did not say that. I just pointed out biomorphological facts yep, yep, about yep. each of your your respective species. That's all. That's all I did. So, uh, hey, little guy. I can get you a lot more of that um, if you help me out. Or we could be less civilized. Mm, and, you know, I can see why the teeth might work. Are you trying to communicate this in any particular way? Like, because that's that's words. Um, you don't know if this guy speaks various languages. There's no guarantee here, right? Is there any other kind of communicative thing you're gonna? There is a cat-like squint, and I don't so much like uh-huh. get lower myself uh, down to its level as I get into a position to pounce. Well, you've got danger hanging off your tail at the moment, which makes a lot of this more complicated. Uh, I assume danger is back in the ship. Oh, you do. Um, I assume danger's back in the ship because I did succeed. I did succeed. Okay, so danger is saved from being in the in the fuss. You want to throw danger like on top of somebody's ship? Who are you going to chuck danger at? Danger can swing. I'm in Brillo's ship, so I assume I'm ripping them back into Brillo's ship. Okay, well, okay. If you're if the three of you it's, are in that, it's ship, getting tight. You are basically it's cozy. You're basically like cramped in. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to. If you want to talk to one of the rats, you're gonna have to poke your head out. Uh, we brought the rat in the ship on the arm. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Okay, you hoist danger mm-hmm. up into Brillo's ship, which is this hamster ball affair. So there's like a panel that opens up, and you yank danger in. The minute it gets in there, this rat starts burning rubber around the inside yep. and it's like squirreling between you and grinding into the metal. You could try to grab it, you know, and like hold it steady okay. while you try to talk to it. There are definitely like there's sparks being thrown up and Brillo is starting to like make this strange high keening sound and has curled himself into a ball. So the goal the is corner. to put a paw on it and reason. Yep. 
<laughs> cat move. So it's the it's it's the bap. It's the bap. All right. What do you got that's going to help you with this? Give me your dice, man. Uh, charisma and empathetic. Okay. So you're going to try to feel feel what the what the rat feels. I'm okay. I'm going to try to level with the rat. And if yeah. I can't reason with the rat, then we'll have another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> or less of a conversation because I'm going to win yeah, this okay. social interaction. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. Right. I can't argue with it. I roll it two dice. And I rolled a one and a two. And a two. A utter failure. That's beautiful. Hold up, hold up. Did you, you have a special that you I could I do have use a special. Raise that result? I can raise the result mm-hmm. once per game when trying to negotiate. And this is absolutely a negotiation. Yes. You reckon? <laughs> and so it doesn't really respond to reason. So I bear the teeth. Mm. Okay, you lean in. Actually, so when you when you slap down, it starts burrowing down. Uh, can I slap it in such a way that it's, it's maw eye situation is pointed at me? Yeah. So here's what happens is you, when you put the paw on top, it starts grinding down and you have to kind of scoop and do that yep. swoop. You know how cats will play with a, a mouse and like flip it up. You flip it onto its back. There are saw blades and a grinding wheel on its belly in between all of these legs that are now squirming in the air. Um, so you you managed to get a second paw on its throat and you're like and you you lean in with the <laughs> um now the trouble we have to discuss the trouble because there is a trouble here. Yes. Are you going to lose a heart here because you get slightly injured? Is there going to be yet another casualty and this ship is going to go I too? I think I might lose another heart here. Um but but what am I getting out of this? Cuz I I got well, a success. There is a squeal and the rats the, the various grinding wheels stop and it kind of tilts its head and then it starts making this chittering noise. The chittering is, by the way, loud enough that you hear it. It starts emanating out from Brillo's ship and all the other rats stop. And all of a sudden, the dust starts to settle and the rats are all, all drop off of the different things. Only there's one left. Oh, you have one more move to make. One more move to make. All of them are down there, and then they all sort of start to circle around the walls. And you can see more are joining them. In a few moments, the walls are covered with trash rats. All of them training. And this is what's interesting. They don't look standardized. They're training different kinds of optics on you. Some of them seem to have uh, like video camera eyes. Other ones, there are like little scanners, lights, they have a variety of different numbers of legs. Some have tails, some don't. The metals they're made of all seem to be different. Um, all of them are, they've swarmed in. Clearly these things can move between these chambers. And they are now covering the walls. And yours is chittering loudly. And then the minute it stops, there's this silent moment when all of these things are staring at you. I say, can you take us to the core? Um that's that's soliloquy. It takes no time. Theodora, what's your move? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, take us to the core. Well, my move was going to be to try to get the uh, other trash rats off of us and have um, Jimothy's siblings go help. <laughs> I will. G- I will give you a hint, Dora. That chittering sounded mm-hmm. real familiar. You, you'd swear that when Shantikalo was talking to your beetle bots earlier. <gasps> 
that it sounded a lot like that. Okay, I was shitter. wondering about that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn then now that the danger from my children being eaten by trash rats has passed. They're all terrified, by the way. They're definitely like, ah, <laughs> oh, no, going to kind of bring them, bring them in. I'll, I'll zoom up next to Zark and I'm going to bring them in. So Daniel, Jamantha and Jimothy are all together again. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that'll be some comfort for them and say, do you know what they're saying to the three of them? So Jimothy says, danger, danger, danger. Um, Jamantha says, they want, they want their friend back. And Daniel says, they're angry. Okay, so I'm definitely going to relay this to Yafet. Everybody knows. You can talk back, though. This is the thing. is They're your translation machine. Yeah. So you can now have them broadcast in binary and communicate with the trash rats who can clearly chitter in binary, which is a whole nother thing. You're, you're kind of at this point wondering, are they purely mechanical? Are they organic? <laughs> what are these things? So I, I would want to, you know, relaying this to Yafet say, what do we want to tell them? What were you planning on saying? We can communicate with them. If they can get us to the core we can get them more food. Can we actually back that up? I mean, they just want metal, right? How hard can it be? Well, we do have a lot of, a lot of like scrap up in the lab that we can like bring them. And on the surface? <gasps> All that trash. They're trash rats. But you're assuming that getting to the core means you, you get back to the surface, which you don't know for sure. So there's a little Let's bit of a it. lie here. Let's try You're it. hoping you'll get back to the surface. But yeah, I like it. Mm. Best right. efforts. Best, best efforts. That's it. Best intentions. Dora, what do you have that's going to help you make this communication persuasive from your little bot buddies? My skill power of robotics. You know how to program. You know some code. Yeah, okay. But it's it's them doing the talking, though. But I would know how that communication functions. Okay, that's fair. As well. Okay. So perhaps knowing how the message is delivered, I can craft the message in, in a way that will be more clearly received. I buy it. I buy it. Okay. That's one. And then, I mean, an obvious one would be the bond with the robo children. Yep, definitely. Okay, that's two dice. Power of family. That's all I get. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Ew. A three great. and a two. Hold on. Do we have a re-roll somewhere? I hadn't given you one. No, I gave you those lovely little temporary No, I didn't get a re-roll. However, I have my meta mechanic special. And since we used robotics, I think we can make that work. So listen, raise the result result. on a roll to fix or figure out (gasps) a piece of machinery. Okay. So to figure out, are you going to be figuring? So we'll raise it. I thought the intention here was communicating, not figuring out. Communicating, but through communicating, you get understanding. Isn't that what programming so you're figuring is? Figuring out oh. motivations. You're figuring out how to communicate. Somebody made these machines like a whole class with rights. And so now. Yeah. <laughs> figuring out machinery in this case could be like psychology. I thought I thought nobody told Dora how these things worked. Wasn't that the conversation with Chantecalo earlier? I just learned quite a bit. Oh, okay. So this is Masterclass with Chantecalo. That is, uh, that, that's the reason yeah. that you have sudden insight. I was going to put down a bond after this episode. So, okay. <laughs> for, to reflect yep. that. So here's what happens. Ready? You communicate through the triplets. What exactly do you say? 
because this is success with a trouble. You've raised this to triumph with a trouble. What do you communicate to them? The message we had uh, decided we wanted to communicate, and, and I'll, I'll convey it in this way. We do not want to hurt your friend, but we're trying to find the core. If you help us, we know where we could get you all the food you could want. Okay. The one who you've got your hand on, Yafit, um, yep. it kind of flips and chitters. You get the idea that you better let it go if you don't want its friends to get upset with you. That's a gesture of good faith that might be wise here. I lift my paw. Um, I have uh, fingers, but my claws yep. are still out. Do you want to like drop into the middle of them or something while they're chittering at them? Like You could do this any one of a number of ways. Decide how dramatic you want to be about the way that you let him go. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I grab it by the neck, and uh, I'm going to drop it out of the ship. Is that cool? Are you going to drop with it, or are you just going to drop it out and stay in there? No, 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 no. I'm dropping it. Okay. So you drop it. The trash rats yep. swarm up into a pile, and they receive that last one. He kind of drops into the middle, and then they skitter out, and there's some chittering. Jimothy and Jamantha are hovering close, Janiel too, and they, they communicate with you, and they say, they say they say they can take us, but they say they need a gesture of good faith. They need us to give them the food. They want the ships. And that's where we're going to leave it. You are going to be shipless in the middle of the most dangerous planet that you've ever, ever encountered. Oh, boy. Uh, with a horde of trash rats. My body is a ship, so I don't love it. Yeah, one of the ships. At least one of the ships you're going to have to give up. Maybe two. So that everybody but Zark is going to end up walking, which means Zark is going to be uh, the only flyer left, which would be an interesting situation. And hopefully not a snack. Hopefully not a snack. You know, you got you to gotta have faith. Maybe it'll work out. Um, so we're going to leave you in the midst of your, your drama clock. You have now finished this drama clock. You have a connection with the trash rats. They're willing to help for a sacrifice. Quickly, I, I would love to do some quick shout outs and see if y'all have any lines that you feel you've developed um, before next time and we find out where the trash rats are going to take you. Um, so quickly, if we could, just a chance to like celebrate each other and uh, share a little bit of love. I loved the moment where Yafit Yo let the feline side show <laughs> and caught the rat. <laughs> that was just so cool imagining it in my brain that was a very cool scene and the tail yank the tail yank with danger on the end and the tail yank so the cyber the pretty cyber kinetic tail Ugh, just very cool
Very cool. That felt like an underhanded pitch. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I when you said I want to go fishing, I was like, oh, can we do this? Especially when Zark flipped. I was like, perfect. We're going fishing with the with the grabbers, but with danger. Danger's the, like, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I love that, by the way, Zark. That was such a good setup. You had me. Like Dan, Dan had me as a as an author. I got surprised, which I love that. I love that when you can get those moments where you're like, I thought you were really like upset with danger. And you were like, God, danger, you just you just always pushing me around, danger. Jeez. Like, why you gotta do that? And then, you know, I had that moment of like, well, sorry, I just thought we were riffing and you you dumped her. And I thought that was perfect. That was such a good Zark move. And I know danger would think it was hysterical too. Yeah. Well, she she's messing with my old arms. I liked those. <laughs> I wouldn't admit it, but you know, you gotta, you can't mess with the man's robot arms. I mean, she hung on to them. That's how, that tells you something as rat bait. <laughs> I want to shout out Dan for, um, you know, just really leaning into his character and like just transforming. And I know that, um, there was definitely a failed role in there, but, uh, just like you, you played it and that was awesome. And uh, I think 100% Theodora was like, really like the parent thing has gotten really deep and I'm impressed (laughs) because it's like, we've gone from, you know, I have kids, they almost feel pet like to, you know, just the threat of having to maybe let them fly and kind of find their own way. There are way too many parent feels in this uh, (laughs) to be a kid show. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, kids, kids gotta feel their side too. Like we all gotta feel that side. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to holler out Dora for that too. Right. Like yeah. I really appreciated that you, Scriv, let me play that scene with Shantikalo, because like that's a that's a tough scene and I really appreciated it. So that was last episode, but I, I've been waiting to say that. Thank you for that. <laughs> I was really excited for that moment because I wanted to see how those conversations would go and what kind of lore would come from it. I loved the lore of it. Yeah. I, I, I've been thinking a lot about bots and you know, I, I think a lot about bots. I like bots a lot if you can't tell. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been excited to do that and I got excited that you let me thank you. And okay. Last one before y'all tell me what lines you want. I wanted to give another one to Mo for doing an author move. Can I go find out about Skiboard? was great. Because it gave me the opportunity to drop something and to seed it, and that and that's totally going to come back. I love it when you can plant a good. Um, this is a. I don't like the word gun, but this is the way they talk about it in literature. Chekhov's gun is what they call it. Um, it's when you introduce something that you see early on, you know it's going to come back later in the plot. If they drop it for a while, you know it's coming back. And you 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 gave me the opportunity to do one of those, and we worked together on it, and I loved it. All right, y'all. So lines, if you got any, now's the time to get them. You all had a moment there. At least a couple of you had a moment where you were like, wait a minute, do I have any lines that I can use for that? <laughs> like, Is there a limit to how many lines we can ask for? <laughs> I think it's about one per, you know, per ask. I think you can't really go further than that. Unless, okay. you know, maybe you got, maybe you can be really persuasive and you can, you can totally sell me on like, no, I got five, but that's going to be an open question. Well, for our last episode... For our last episode, I didn't add one in, mm-hmm. um, and I really flexed, literally, <laughs> my six-limbed mm. nature. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so I, I kind of wanted to have a line there as a trait. I do have six limbs, and I can I can use them in different ways. 
I've talked about it and expressed it before, but it was never a thing. Maybe you can fold in the wings too by doing just beetle bodied. And the wings, beetle bodied. Beetle bodied yeah. would be like now you can you can get a you know, you can get a die if you're using your wings, you could get a die for using six legs. Either way, you know, you've got beetle options. You won't be able to double down by being like, I have one for wings and I have one for six legs and I'm gonna use them together. But you can do, no. you know, that one no. will cover any beetle needs. Go for it. Maybe the other one is not quite ready yet, but I would love to develop a bond with Shanta Carlo because that impact, the the impact of that conversation and learning a little bit more and appreciating that someone was taking the time to express it, Mm. but not minimizing the relationship I have with the triplets. Or dismissing, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a very positive thing, so I, I liked that. I don't know if that's enough to claim as a bond I think it right is. now, but it's something I'm I'm tracking. I like the idea of having somebody have a bond with one of those goofy scientists because that can definitely come in handy <laughs> later. Um, how do you want to frame that one? Like Shantikalo, okay. Shantikalo inspired Dora. Oh, okay, that's beautiful. Inspired by beautiful, inspired by Shantikalo. I love mm. it. All right, Dan Mo, what do you got? I'm good for this one. I uh, I hit all the lines I wanted to hit. I don't have anything particular yet. Mm. That's fair. And uh, you can let me know if either of these are okay. Um, I, I'm trying to do a thing with Brillo. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm definitely trying to build a, a rapport. Uh, mm-hmm. It is not one uh, easily found. <laughs> uh, it is not natural. Nope. But... Um, you know, I'm throwing words like trust yep. and dependable and yep. I'm trying to be encouraging. Yep. And uh you're gonna you're gonna let me know if uh something like that is working out. I think I think it's perfectly reasonable. I think I think we need to frame it correctly. You get the idea that Brillo is struggles with communication, which is part of why Brillo's mm-hmm. so into sound. You might get further purring at him than anything else, but, um, mm. yeah, I just, to, you know, just to open that door, I feel like that would, that might be an answer. I think you could say, um, trying to build a bridge to Brillo, something like that. Cause it's, it's about Yafit, right? Sure. Like, but that will give you that die when you're doing something to try to build that bridge. <laughs> it's absolutely about Yafit. Yeah, of course it is, <laughs> yeah. but that's what you're doing. You're trying to, you want Brillo on your side. So, you know, this is, you're, yep. tr- you're trying to get Brillo on your side. That's absolutely a bond. hundred percent. And I'd love to, uh, have a thing understanding with the rats. Ooh, <laughs> I think, I think I'm going to ask you to save that one for next time. You are going to have one for sure, but I feel like it's not quite there yet. I didn't say it was a positive one. <laughs> it's an understanding. It's an understanding. It's an understanding. Yep. <laughs> We have an agreement. It's not an agreement. It's an understanding. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a hint. You definitely feel like at an organic level, they knew that you're a cat and you knew that they were rats. They might have a lot of mechanical bits and bobs, but something in there is still rat. So, yeah. And and I'm very civilized. Oh, yeah. And quite charming. Yes. Charismatic. Yes. But But you're also a cat. Don't start none. Won't be none. (laughs) There it is. I, I had an idea for Dan. Dan saved Jimothy. Ooh. Whether it's returned by Dan by by Zark or not, mm-hmm. 
that's also going to have an impact on Jimothy. Absolutely. And that bond, even if it's in the same way that Yafit's bond with Brillo is all about Yafit, Zark's bond with yeah. Jimothy may be all about Jimothy. I like that a lot. Dan, what do you think? This is a line that you you should claim right now. Jimothy looks up to Zark or Jimothy is, uh, yeah, looks up to, because you're kind of like, you know, you're a little bit bot yourself. You're not fully organic. <gasps> Jimothy could be your number one fan. Oh, gosh. Jimothy <laughs> is Zark's number one fan. It's not about you, man. It's not about how you feel about Jimothy. It's about how Jimothy feels but about you. But you're just so cool of a pilot and you do these daring rescues. And Saved him Jimothy from the cyber, might be right? a little starstruck. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd like to Jimothy is my friend. You know, I can Jimothy is my number one fan. I can get behind that. All right, y'all. That was the end of the episode. But a couple things before you go. If you would like to play along with us at home, check out all of our games. They're all available on patreon.com backslash stories RPG. You can also find us at storiesrpg.com. And if you would like a printed version of the new upcoming arc for Giga City Guardians that's going to be released in winter in time for the favorite winter holiday of your choice. If you want to get your hands on a book like that, just like Star Sworn, but for Giga City Guardians, check out the pre-launch for our Kickstarter. That's at bit.ly backslash Giga City. Again, bit.ly backslash Giga City, G-I-G-A-C-I-T-Y for the new arc that's going to be coming up so you can get a physical copy in your home this winter. All right, uh, that's going to be all for today and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.